end of this road is the beginning of another road. We're not going anywhere. You'll see us in all different things all the time. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Uh, today we've got and- Andy's got some technical issues right now, but he'll be back He's in a minute. Spinning. Yeah, he'll, he'll be back. You probably didn't know we were uh, we were live because I didn't tell anyone I was going to be uh, putting up that video for the intro. Mark sliding in right past the clock. Um, Andy's coming back in. Andy, welcome. We can see you. I'm hey. just doing the intro right now, so hold on a second. Um, and Lonnie, so yeah. You know what? We're going to be talking a bit more about the show, um, the the final kiss, so to speak. Um, I want to call out three sides of the coin. Fantastic fucking episode this week that is really recommended that you check out. A little bit of insider info there, but also some very good evaluations of, uh, you know, feelings of emotions because there's a lot to process, you know, that can't all be done in one episode. So I do want to point them out. Don't forget to go to the Kiss Room tomorrow, Friday, for their episode. Um, Matt Porter was in the pit. So you, you just can't wait to hear someone like his's reaction to um, the show. Bobby Dreher was with him as well, obviously. Um, so there's so much to go through with these episodes. I want to thank everyone who joined us and you guys as well for being there midnight um, and later, whatever time it was, wherever you were, um, to talk about the show immediately afterwards. So now we, here we are, what, five days later. Um, I'm back home. <laughs> Had a week from hell at work so far. Uh, that keeps on giving. And there's been a, a little bit of time to process. And you know what? Someone posted that Christmas story clip, and I was like, yes, that's exactly what it felt like. A super long setup for a commercial. Um a lot of other people have come up with some great things as well. The fog. I was just talking with Ken before we went on the air. Um you know, that that fog coming up is very creatures-like and, and awesome and almost like they're disappearing into the fog. So that if it had ended there, zero complaints. No complaints are about no special guests. Everyone knew none of that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Andy, I'll be going to you last because I'm going to be letting you talk about your walking <laughs> tours. Um, I want to give everyone else a chance to, you know, just get in with where, you know, kind of they're at. And I want to thank everyone for joining us to live as well, uh, live today with comments. We'll get to some of these up um, as we go along. And I may show that video again. But Lonnie, a few days in now. Tell me that we're, we're like CNN or Fox. What are you feeling? 
Well, <laughs> after a few days, you know, I I said on the show Saturday night that, you know, I I, I guess I'd check out the avatars depending on how it's marketed and how it's presented. And I think I still feel that way, maybe. You know, it's it's kind of it, it was kind of a shock to us all that night when we were recording on Saturday night. It's kind of like I, I thought we were going to get on here and just be like the triumphant end, even though we kind of knew what the show we had kind of all except for Mark, of course, kind of um, just knew that, hey, it's just going to be every other. Sh- it's going to be just like any other show. Um and but it was supposed to be the triumphant end, the very end of, of the Kiss touring, and then they're they're disappearing into the fog, and before you even realize what's happening, that is like pushed out in front of you. And I think we were all just kind of in shock when we were doing that. Um, I like it less than I did though on Saturday night. The more I think about it, actually, I, can't can't the legacy just stand on its own? And I get it. Kiss is going to be. <laughs> Kiss is going to be Kiss. Kiss is like because Kiss is like the Beatles and Kiss is like Elvis. They're going to be in in comics and and this and that and they're going to be pushed down your throat. But the fact that even today, like on Spotify, the the image of Kiss is the avatars just kind of makes you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. Thank you. That's what Ovaltine makes me do. Mark, <laughs> where where are you a few days later after the after the effect? Are you, are you suddenly in love with Bob Ezrin because there's something worse than him? Um, no, my, my feeling of Bob Ezrin is the same as it has always been. Uh, great, great producer, just a shitty kiss one. Um, as for, uh, how I feel after the concert, um, I, I still feel the same way I did after the show. Uh, and I'm not going to say disappointed, but, you know, cause I was, I was, I was expecting how it ended, you know, I was hoping that there was going to be somebody coming up, but of course there wasn't, you know, but you know, for me, the bottom line is, and, and today it solidified for me, my feeling on this is that I got an email saying that my lick it up 50th anniversary got shipped today. And that got me like, Hey, all right, something's coming. So for, for me, it's, I'm always going to be a fan of the music, the fan of the, those kind of things. And as long as they continue doing that, I'll be a fan. The Avatar stuff, I couldn't give three shits about that. I don't care about it, what it's gonna, what they're gonna do with it. I don't care if people think that it's that it's gonna be great and that it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna take them into the future. It's not gonna do that because just like people are posting here, you know, the ABBA avatars that are out and that they're doing so well in Europe. You know what? I haven't heard Diddley squat about the ABBA avatars. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe because I don't live in Europe, right? But the, n- listen, unless you're maybe like 15 years old or maybe, you know, really heavily into computers, I, I can't see the avatar being something that, that, a, that a, you know, 45 and up guy is going to be interested in going to see. OK, that, that just doesn't seem like something that's very interesting. And, and you know what? I, I went to one of my friends the other day to pick up something at his house and uh, to drop off actually one of these things. Uh, I dropped off one of my new records that just came in uh, to one of my friends. And he said that he was upset that the Toronto show was canceled because he had never seen Kiss Live, but he ordered the pay-per-view. And he said he absolutely loved it. He said it was a fantastic show. And that solidified 
what we said from the very beginning. If you're a if you're a casual fan who's never seen the band before, then that show would have been perfect and you would have enjoyed it to last minute. But unfortunately, I think for a lot of people like myself who have seen them several times live, and as you know, been involved with them and you know very you know very involved with like with this podcast and other stuff. I think there was disappointment, and and you know I, I don't want I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was disappointing for me because for a band that says that they're the greatest band in the world and that they listen to their fans and this and that, they haven't listened to anything that we've wanted lately. So you know, and I don't hear I never heard anybody asking for avatars. That's for damn sure. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back into more of that as well as we as we go along. I wanted to just explain something today about the title of this episode: "Satisfaction Lies and Illusions." Lonnie gets it, um, or he better, or, or he's in <laughs> he trouble. Geared toward me. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not. We're, no, it's actually geared towards everyone, and that's people watching, uh, people on other podcasts, people who are just joining in. Um, you, you know, don't damn me. You know, every one of us has our own opinions. Not one of them is right. They're right for us. They're our opinions. So don't let anyone's opinions affect your happiness is the whole object of uh, this discussion. And illusions, of course, just an, an allusion to Avatar. Ken, where are you at this this fine afternoon? Are, are you <laughs> at peace with Kiss? Or have, have well, you had a rage building? Yeah, I'm <laughs> rageful. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, thinking more about it, um, I thought, yeah, the show was, was good, as usual. It's the same show. Um, the commercial, or whatever you want to call it, the advertisement for the avatars at the end, uh, it's kind of, I, I don't think it was the right time to do it. I think I should have done it maybe like on the, you know, February 18th of 2024, uh, put a video out there about it at, at that point. Um, to me, they don't look finished, and, I, and from what I understand, it's not finished product. Uh, so maybe they should have waited longer uh, to perfect it. Um, supposedly, it's the guys that were that did the Mandalorian, you mm-hmm. know, and that sort of stuff, you know. Um, and, and that and it's not up to that standard. <laughs> <laughs> from what I can tell. And plus, I, I want to see, you know, I want the class, classic Kiss. If you're going to do it, do classic Kiss. Uh, the other thing is, I know Gene had said that he, or not he spent, but uh, whatever invested is $200 million into this this project. So we'll see uh, how far that goes uh, as far as that. Um, otherwise, the only really thing that kind of ticks me off about the concert is not mention no mentions of Ace, Peter, Vinny, Mark, Eric, you know, the whole the whole family. Um, nothing. That's that's what ticks me off. It's almost like this tour or their career. It's like they ran a marathon and then they went, they, they finished and at the end, they're just, I finished it and I'm done. It's over. And I did it. You know, I did it. I made it through this mm-hmm. whole thing, this marathon, but you know, no one helped me because it was just me. So no thanks to anybody. Kiss army, whatever. Um, 
I, I just, that's the only thing that really bothered me about the whole thing is you got to say something about them. If it's the last show, you have to. But that opportunity is missed. I don't know if they can even, they can't do it now. It's, it's, if it's over, it's over. Here we are a few days later. It's great to have my friends around me as we discuss this further. Um, I'm at peace. I'm absolutely at peace with the end of KISS. I changed the front of the KISS FAQ to reflect KISS 1972 to 2023. It ends here for me. Um, I don't have enough information on the avatars. Um, put that to the side for one second. As a KISS show, I only went in there expecting a KISS show. That was my only expectation. I knew we were not going to get guests. I knew we were not going to get a whole lot of flowery speeches from the stage. We were getting a KISS show. And we didn't get a good KISS show. And I think some of that comes down to emotions. Gene absolutely fluffed deuce the one song that is my got to have and yeah what was it like for him up there singing it in makeup to a new york crowd for the very last time it probably oh yeah apart from the kidney stone on the end of his cock thank you so much for that visual gene um you know it must have been uncomfortable on many levels not only whatever was going on and with his schmeckle um yes but really, what's behind the codpiece should stay behind the codpiece, Mr. 74-year-old demon. But, you know, there are other parts where you can hear Paul's voice, and it's not cracking in the usual way. It's cracking from emotion. So there's a very... I've listened back to the show, the audio, three or four times this week. I've watched the pay-per-view because I wanted that vantage point because, again, I was on the floor and my my viewpoint was very... I was on Gene's side, um, very limited from that perspective. So I I counterbalance... We got a kiss show, but we got a mighty kiss show because there were elements in it. I think I probably mentioned it on our live episode after the show that the kind of the new expanded God of Thunder part, which goes absolutely um, flashing crazy at the end of the blood spitting part was so impressive. I love that, how powerful and dynamic it was. Um, but everything up to the fog was good. If it had just ended at that fog, I wouldn't have a single complaint, even with flub stuff, because again, I understand that there were emotions going through all of those guys, you know, including, you know, you, maybe you noticed the bum notes more on the, on the mix of the um, pay-per-view, but I was at the fucking Madison square garden for the third time seeing kiss the band that's been a part of my life and a central part of it for so long. Andy, you were up. You had a great view from, I presume, from your seats at the whole floor and everything going on. A few days later, how are you feeling about that as the end of Kiss? Wow. I am. Oh, it's been crazy year. It's been, you know, for the, some parts of my life and Kim's life has been really shitty this year and the last couple of years. So going to New York and seeing a lot of friends that, I've uh, made over the years, and I'm talking years, not just one or two years. I'm talking 30 years, 40 years. I mean, it, it's been a wild ride for for me and Kim. Um, Lonnie and Julian, you probably would kind of get this a little bit. It felt like the Kiss Cruise basically 
You're waiting, you wait, you wait in anticipation. You go there. It's absolutely insane craziness with the shops all over, the pop-up shops every day in a different spot. They rip and dip at a different spot. The pizza place at a way different spot. But, I mean, they were so spread out some of the places. And you're running around and you're popping in the friends and you're seeing the friends from you haven't seen in a year or two because they say like the Kiss Cruises or shows. And all the emotions come running. You're hugging people. You're fist pumping them. You're hanging out. It's there. And then it's gone. And then you come home and you're like, what just happened? So, like, Lonnie and Julian would kind of more recognize that, like, the Kiss Cruise. It's just so fast, and just the, there's just the rush of things. I, 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 me and Kim, Kim cried, like, like, days before thinking about it. And every time, like, certain songs would come on, we'd get teary-eyed, like, on the way, the drive on the way down, or walking around, or sitting there with friends, hanging out like you, Julian, or, or meeting people. It was just there's so much emotion so that was a big part about the whole new york if you weren't there and all you just saw the show was on a pay-per-view you might get a little bit disappointed because you're looking for something even more but when you were there and you're in the middle of the all the action of the people hanging out and it's madison square garden which is really not the greatest place in the world <laughs> it might be considered one of the greatest uh, arenas in the world but it's really kind of a dump so uh <laughs> And being in a big city and people just running around, it, it was just like craziness. And I don't even think it's settled in yet to me. And I'm still like kind of, I don't know. It's like, it's, I, I don't even know what to say because back in, you know, when they said the re reunion and it was the farewell back in 2000, you know, I, I, I we sat there and we cried because we thought it was over with. You know, there's the original four and it's done with. And don't get me wrong. I loved the original. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. All right. We'll get back to Andy in a second. But Cliffhanger. Yeah. Join us after this commercial break. For same Andy bat time. Same bat time. I, I, I hope he can come back okay. because, again, Andy Andy is real. Andy is yeah. just He's not an avatar. life no. with passion <laughs> on his shoulder. So, so, Lonnie, he brought up the cruises. Mm-hmm. How much, how important has that been to you at shows? Because I couldn't go 100 feet without being grabbed by someone. Yeah, I bet. Um, you know, I, you know, on, on social media, I guess, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading up to the shows. And it felt like <laughs> all my friends were, or not all my friends, but like, all these kiss friends of mine were in New York and it felt like the kiss cruises that, you know, like it felt like all my friends, like, like it used to feel when everybody was on a kiss cruise. And I feel like, man, I wish I was there. I, I just, <laughs> I had, I text my wife sitting at my desk on Friday and I go, I know I said I made peace with it, that I saw him with my brother for the last time, but I'm looking and I see, Julian and I see Andy and I see Andrew and I see Rich and I see all these and Joe and all these kiss friend Uber kiss friends that I know are there and I just like damn it I wish we would have went and I, I was it, it, I felt like I, I had made my peace but like on, on Thursday and Friday I just like I text her I'm like we should have done it I feel bad that we didn't I feel like I should be there um, but it, it felt like it felt like the cruise like Andy was mentioned. Andy, you got cut off, so let's get back to you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the emotion started coming up more. Um, like, I really haven't come to peace with it because I don't think it's over. But I understand when we saw the show, everybody wanted something super, super special. You know, I, I, I don't like rumors, and I don't like to say nothing, but I knew Peter wasn't going to be there. I had already known that Peter wasn't going to be there because if – if you've been paying attention in, out there in the KISS world that, you know, I do help Peter and Gigi with some events and I knew he wasn't going to be there. And so I knew that he was going to be there. And we already know Ace has probably burnt that bridge a million times. And it'd be kind of silly if one of them showed up and the other one didn't show up. And, you know, and he isn't going to be there at all. So, you know, uh, the video screens did show the guys here and there, you know, all the guys. You know, I again, I love the original Kiss. That's what I grew up as a little kid. I love the 80s. I love the 90s. I love the, and uh, the other thing is, too, that I wanted to mention when I was in that whole thing is that, you know, I got to see a lot of years of, of Kiss. How many bands out there you, that you can say that lasted that long? I know they're going to say people are going to say, oh, it's not the originals. But you, you got to give it to Gene and Paul, man. 50 years those two have been pushing it. Think about it. How many two guys can bring in 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 guys? And I, I don't care if anybody's good. Oh, I like Eric Singer or, 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 I, or I don't like, you know, Tommy Taylor. It's not about that. It's the two guys. Gene and Paul can bring in 15 to 20,000 people. That's amazing still to this day for a band that keeps touring. They're not like the Rolling Stones who can, like, you know, take five years off and then tour, you know, or, or other bands, you know, like, I don't know, whatever. Take, take bands that don't do it, and they're half their ages. So that's another thing too. So I had, you know, and I, you know, I don't know, and I did the walking tours. That was my thing this year. I, I wanted to pick a lot of kiss spots and bring people with me. Whoever wanted tag along was all free. And while I was doing the walk things, this is what a lot of the pop-up shops, and I didn't want to wait two or three hours. Those days, those definitely days are done for me. I am not waiting two, three, four, five hours to get a tour walk because that's all I wanted. I didn't want a million T-shirts anymore. I don't want all that stuff. All I want is the tour book to put in my collection to call it the, that part is the end. Um, it, it, it was insanity, Lonnie. You you thought the Kiss Cruise bad, were bad, Lonnie, with lines and stuff and, and people trying to go crazy, trying to get merch? This was 100,000 times worse. It was absolutely insane. And it kept going all day all night long. It didn't stop. It was insane. It was, it was just, it was craziness, man. You know, there were, it, most people were pretty much calm a couple, couple times, you know, we all know about the, <clears throat> the, the wonderful Willy Wonka golden ticket thing that turned into chaos, you know, on that part. And so, um, eh, you know, not really, it was, I put up a joke about the Willy Wonka thing, ticket thing. It's funny, but it's not really funny. Everybody really should have got one of those. They promised everybody to get one of those. And um, I feel bad for people. We lucky got one. And the only reason why, yeah. And the only reason why we got one, and I'm telling you, God's honest truth. When the show ended, we were, because we're up on the second tier. And, and we sat there and at the, of course the crowd is trying to get out. And I just sat there and I took a couple of pictures here and there. And I just sat there thinking after all these years, is this really over with? Am I never going to go on another road trip? Am I never going to ever see Kiss live again? And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, is this really over? Because all those years of saying we were done 
And then what happens a year later or six months later? Oh, oh yeah, we're going back on the road because of, because a dishwasher guy told me. You know what I mean? So it was very tough to say, man, this is this really over? <laughs> you know. So we sat there, and then and then I'm looking around, and I had some guys come up to me, and I, you know, at that point I started getting a little teary eyed. And there were some people from like overseas, you know, uh, there, there was a couple of guys from Mexico and stuff and they had their flags and they're on the second tier and they finally pulled them out of their pocket and they're taking pictures with the kiss loves you from up top looking down and they're crying. They're all up all and I'm standing and a bunch of them came up to me and they started hugging. So you have grown men that are in their 50s, 60s, hugging each other, knowing that this is it for them. This, this has got to be it. And hugging and thing, and of course now I'm tearing. We're tearing up more because now we're hugging each other. It's the big emotion, I think. I think that's the biggest thing. If I saw like Lonnie and Julian at the end, way at the end, really close friends that I was with, if they were sitting around me, I, I think the fire the, it just would have been way worse for me. I had a lot of people around me that I didn't really, I didn't really know personally. If I knew there was a lot of people around me, and besides Kim and I, I think I would have lost. We would have lost it a lot more. It's more difficult. When you're, when you're closer friends or people have you known for years around you and it's over with and you might not see these people ever again. That's what's the saddest part. That's another big thing about it that you get to see people from all over the world and you meet in one place. It's like a vacation so you don't have to travel all over the world. You all kind of meet up in one spot like the Kiss Cruise it keeps on, or a Kiss Expo, but this is a lot bigger. So uh, as for the show, we kind of went, in, went into it as if it's going to be just the regular. The end for us was a little odd. You know, it was like this all that smoke, and we're like, okay, cool. And then they just disappear. And then I think it took what 15, 20 seconds or something before the God gave rock and roll. And then all of a sudden, the avatar stuff. Now it wasn't just one screen. They had like, I don't know, it's weird. They had the screens on the side. These screen things fell. And we're like, what's going on now? Everybody around us was saying, like, what is going on now? We're waiting for something like huge to happen. Again, we knew Peter and Ace weren't going to be it, but everybody's like looking like something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And then the Avatar stuff started. Now, I understand why they did it. I know it might not have been for us, right? For us, this group here, or die more diehards, it might not be the greatest time for it to start. But I understand why they did it, because you have not only the group they're watching, but you have people from all over the world watching the pay-per-view and it might be their first time watching kiss or a casual fan. And now they got them as they got them because now they are watching, you know what I mean? They're so, so now they got the hundred and I don't know, what is it? It was 132, 140 countries watching around the world. I don't know what the numbers were, but if it was even close to a million people or whatever it was, they got them because now you, you're, you're focused on it. You're watching it. What's going to happen. So am I going to like it in the long run? It might not be my thing, but I always thought that uh, I would imagine you guys and people who are watching this, if you guys have, you guys watch Scooby-Doo and kiss meet Scooby-Doo. Did you guys watch it once? once. Yeah. Did you, did you watch it or buy it? Of course we did. Yeah. So once you're going to be curious, even though when you say, "Oh, that sucks," and this is sucks, but I guarantee you, when it comes out, whatever it is, you know, whatever they're going to talk about, at some point, you're at least going to be interested to watch it. Doesn't mean you got to buy the million dollar ticket. And that's the other thing: is it going to be like a ten dollar ticket, and they're going to do all the fireworks like they do on a regular show? It's it'll be still be kind of interesting if it's not a million dollars or a fortune. Of course, I'll go check it out because guess what? It's the same thing. I'm going to go meet people. 
And if they do it like one place, if, say they pick that sphere place in uh, Vegas and they do it there and they do mm-hmm. it for like a long weekend, guess what? I might go because now I'm going to see mini golf and I'm going to go see friends from all over the world. We'll catch up in a couple of years. Maybe it's going to take a couple of years, that kind of thing. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll go check it out if it stinks. If it doesn't do well, you just move on. But then I understand that people are like saying about, oh, they want to play live music, not cgi i get that too you know people are still going to want to hear live music and real music but i think it's just the interesting thing of kiss keeping the kiss i wouldn't even see keeping kiss alive i think that was bad too it's never going to go away kisses never go away everybody's going to say the original four guys that's kiss and that's it i don't care what they say about oh this and that and then i saw that thing on the cgi where they said the guys went back and they like looked at old footage how much of old they considered old footage, right? Because you know <laughs> you have it, it looks like they looked at uh, Kiss Immortals ten 4K, years ago, yeah, and, and dark and dark horse. Mark, I, I want to go to no. you before but I, I got to get to Mark because he was nodding off there for a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, Mark, you, you're the one who's kind of you've taken some heat on the uh, the comments about your views about the avatars. Is there mm-hmm. anything? You know, we've only seen, again, we admit we have no idea how this is going to develop. Neither did they, apparently, at this point. I mean, Gene says there's room for improvement. It's going to get better. You know, what's it going to be? And he's, you know, again, pointed out a really key thing. It would get KISS fans out together again, you know, if it's done right. But, Mark, what would it take for... Um, the concept to become viable for you because this is a great opportunity for feedback that that they're going to get for free of a a fan who's not reacted well to it. Well, you know, there's one thing that would maybe interest me in doing it because I'm guessing that this whole idea of the avatars are that, you know, they're going to recreate some live situations, you know, that the avatars will play out right now. and And I heard this somewhere now, I don't know if I heard it on another podcast or if I read it somewhere, but somebody said something about the fact that there might be new music done as well. Now, if there is some music done that accompanies this avatar thing, that would in, that would get me more interested in it because if they, you know, if they do some recreation of a, let's say, uh, I don't know, some some they recreate some kind of a stage set with these avatars and they play a bunch of songs, but they include a new song or two that they did, you know, behind the scenes, you know, because now with, with like I said before, a hundred times with Pro Tools and everything and, and stuff like that, they, they they have no reason not to make a record. They can correct Paul's voice perfectly on there, you know, the, any kind of little, you know things that they can't do now because of maybe age or because of whatever, everything can be fixed up through computer. And if they're going to be going through computer anyways, and they're going to be recreated like, like, you know, as an avatar, then why not try to add some new soundtrack to this? You know, I mean, if it's just going to be avatars doing the same music I've already heard, I mean, I mean, that that's, what's going to make me more interested is if there's something new musically with it. Ah, yeah, uh, red wall. I'd actually be mad. <laughs> okay. I'd actually oh, be oh, mad if they did new music and put it well, on no, computer. I'm no surprised, Mark, at you about that. I'd be pissed, actually. Well, no, because there, because the thing is, there's no there's no pressure for them to have to do it live in reality. You know what I mean? It's just they they can just do it until it sounds perfect, and the avatars are just going to perform it. They, Paul doesn't have to worry about going out there and trying to recreate this stuff live on stage anymore. You know. 
Yeah, I recommend if you're online and, and you're not following Kiss's Instagram account, they're putting up a lot of multimedia on there. I, I just checked in on there because the uh, I flashed the golden ticket just to show people what it looks like because obviously I did get one at the airport. I've told the story mm. elsewhere. Yeah, but I think it's you as a as a musician wouldn't like it that much. <clears throat> are you are you okay with that, Mark? You know, as as a musician to fix things up. I mean the technology has come a long way. Even a schmuck like me can separate a vocal now, <clears throat> a crappy demo, and mix it back in um, clean. Well, no, I mean, obviously, I don't like the idea of AI, you know, becoming the the next wave of doing music because then any Joe Blow can do stuff. But listen, I mean, we've been we've been wanting <laughs> Kiss to do uh, music for so long. I mean, I know poor Ken has been dreaming about a Kiss record for the last five years. We've been doing the podcast. That they're they, you know hoping that there's going to be a new Kiss record, well you know if if this is what it takes for them to maybe make some new music, then you know I'll be okay with that because I mean I know at least that Kiss are capable of making music. You know what I'm worried about is all these you know schmoes that are in their basement who have no musical talent whatsoever that are using AI to make music. That's the mm-hmm. thing that I don't like. Nothing wrong with having no music. Yeah, you know I was just music. thinking, how about if they did like. They made a special thing like the Elder. They actually went through the whole Elder thing. Oh yeah, I'm all that I'm might be that. if they did an Elder yeah. movie that story be, kind yeah, of thing yeah. with the music and maybe additional music. Uh, I think that would be awesome <laughs> if they actually that, brought the Elder to life for you know once and for all. Yeah, that might be something like that would be cool. Something like that would be different. Um, but I, but again, I don't know if if what they're doing this for are for Kiss fans like like us or the or the people watching the show. They're I think they're doing it for a younger generation. Um, and I think and I think you know they're smart enough that they're aware that they're gonna that that they're gonna have the Kiss fans like us that that you know we're more interested in in you know more deluxe box sets, more off the soundboards, more um, things from the actual band and there, there's going to be this fragment of the audience that's that's new and and younger and, and more into technology type crap and, and it's going to appeal and things like that might appeal to them you know i i i like the idea of you know if there's if there's future indie expos and things like that you could you could roll it out for something like that and again to Andy's point, you know, an indie expo in in a maybe not maybe not two three months from now, but an indie expo, you know, sometime in in twenty twenty five or something like that, and an excuse to go and see fellow Uber type Kiss fans after maybe a year or so off. I think a lot of people would really be would really go to something like that as an excuse to get together and see one another. Ken, and you can roll and up the or something like that. And that's what we need to do. We, as I don't want to say older generation or any generation, we need to keep the torch going. As if we want to be hanging out together. I, I don't want to be. I love doing these podcasts. I love doing this stuff with you guys and everything else, like seeing each other like this. But you know what? I want to see you guys. I want to see people face to face and hang out for a week and do lunch. You know, sit there and talk about. Everything else. And not that we just don't talk about Kiss. We talk about our personal lives. You know, that's how close some of us through the years and stuff have sat down and said, you know, how you, how is your personal life doing? How are you doing as a person? You know, besides just Kiss stuff, you know, 
everything, everything in your personal life sometimes comes out in these things. It, when we go to these expos or shows and stuff, dude, that's another huge part for me now is doing these little things. You know, that's the big part for me now. I love that stuff. And I just want to keep that going as long as I live. You know, I'm going to be that old man like I had posted. Nobody ever can take away how much fun Kisses gave me over the 50 years. I might have not loved every single thing they've done, but I'll tell you, they've kept it. Most of it's been awesome. It's kept me happy. What bands kind of can do that for you for 50 years? It's not many. And nobody can take that away from me. The music always is going to come first. Every, all the merchandise and everything else is just the icing on the cake. And I'm going to wear my kiss shirts with pride. I don't care what anybody says until I'm an old man and I die. And then when I die, they're going to put me somewhere in my kiss casket. I don't care where. And I'm going to have my kiss stuff on then. And I don't care. Because it made me happy. That's just the thing. It made me happy. And I spent my money where I wanted to. I don't mm -hmm. care what anybody says. Well, that's stupid. You bought you bought a toy. I don't care. If I wanted to buy the kiss toy, I'm gonna buy the kiss toy. That's that's the way it is. You know, it's my money, it makes me happy. I'm not out doing stupid shit crap to people, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, we're we're unfiltered here. Ken, you know what what would it take for you? You're old school. You're you're on board in seventy seven. We're 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 throwing this <laughs> newfangled technology <laughs> at you. <laughs> you know what what would what would get you interested, you know, in the avatar concept or as a as it's, Andy has pointed out, as somewhere to go and consume it in person or whatever. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's going to have to be uh, good and believable and whatever they're they're doing. Uh, as far as the CGI and all that stuff, uh, it's it's gonna be gotta be you know high quality stuff. It's, it can't be this little, yeah, you know, like we talked the Immortals and all that stuff, you know. Um, but you know, I'll give it a chance. And it, and like Andy said, you know, if it's good, it, maybe you know see it again. If it's if it's not, then you know we'll pass that by. The Earth thing is about you know being old. <laughs> or older, older or older, older. fan the, the older fan I'm not that old but older fans uh I don't know what percentage of fans are you know most of the I would say 80% maybe more are are older fans uh I don't know how many are really the younger fans uh, a lot of fans came in after the makeup was gone and you know where the you know, makeup and that sort of thing. Um, but they talk about, they expect their kids kind of is hoping their kids, you know, like my kids, anybody's kids that they've, they've been exposed to kiss will be the people. I think that will get into this immortal thing and can, you know, keep kiss going or keep it alive, I guess, uh, to a degree. Um, I don't know. I, I think most of the people are, are old older fans oh. that you know we don't we have i don't know how much time before we meet our destiny um and uh, we may see the immortals thing but going forward i don't know how many people are, are that are younger are gonna be really into it unless they make it you know mandalorian type, you know something that's really great um quality and good stories if they're stories if it's a live show yeah the las vegas thing would be great in that 
the new deal they have there. Um, I would, I would go to that. Yeah, and, and check that'd be it the out. Place for it. That'd be the place for it. Would be so, Vegas. I, I don't yeah, think you can, I don't think you can put the avatars on tour going from city to city. I don't you know. know. I think I think it would have to be a destination type thing. It, it's a show. It'd be like a Vegas type thing, or a, or a Kiss Expo type thing, like or you know, I, I I can't I can't see it going from city to city and putting on a production. Well, you know, tour. you know, Lonnie, the the ABBA thing is a special building. You know, I've heard arena. more about ABBA for that. than I have in the last ten, I know, 10 yeah. years. But they, they had a special, <laughs> you know, it's a special building, arena, mm-hmm. whatever, built just for that. Just for that. Uh, can they put ABBA, that avatar thing, you know, on tour? I don't know. I think it has to be in this yeah. special environment that's has the proper, you know, tech built into it and in, in order for it to work really good. Lonnie, you should check out Ken and my episode on the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast about the ABBA release. <laughs> we reviewed the yeah. Uh, yeah, the newest. <laughs> we album. took some heat for that shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, got, I got some driving to do this weekend. Maybe I'll, I'll talk Yeah, somehow, somehow I don't that. see that happening, but thank you for <laughs> that it would even enter into your mind. I, I mean, what, one of the big things is the people component. And that was the best part of New York City was the people. I mean, Andy, you had a whole crowd of people that you were leading around the city on two walking tours. Uh, why don't you tell everyone about both of those tours? Because you, you approached each one differently. Each, each day had a theme, didn't it, kind of? Yeah. Um, um, on um, See, it's my brain. It's almost been a week. Imagine that already. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Kim actually was talking about that. We were at, we actually we were in the car last week driving to New Jersey. Um, as uh, <sighs> as wonderful New York can be sometimes, uh, they canceled our hotel like a month before <laughs> all this went down. Imagine that. We were one of the unfortunate people who our hotel was canceled. So we were kind of in a pickle. So we weren't actually going to go until Friday night, but then I said, "You know what, man? You got it's like Lonnie says. Oh man, I should have went." And I and I and I texted Kim from work and I said, "Guess what? I'm taking a vacation day." And uh, it, my uh, not that I need to tell everybody in the world, but my my job after 25 years, the company's closing, and I'm like, "You know what? The company's closing. This is the end." Like stuff. Let's. I'm texting. I'm like, I'm taking tomorrow. I'm taking tomorrow off. I texted my boss at like eleven o'clock at night, saying, "Man, I, I got to do this." They know I had tickets. They know I'm a huge kids fan. And I'm like, I, I got to go. I, I just can't take this. I, I got to go. We splitting. So I found. We found a place. And <laughs> hate to say, it, in New Jersey, not in the greatest area, but just like ten minutes away on the lower Manhattan side, but just to get through the tunnel, and uh, it worked good enough to go back and forth. So we would, we went down there Thursday. Um, oh boy. And we got there around noontime. Cause it's about a five hour drive for us to the hotel. So we got to the hotel, checked in, the guy let us check in, which was cool. So it was about noon and we drove into where the pizza place was because the pizza place, Prince pizza was lower in the city. And we drove there and I found a parking thing. I got lucky because usually you have to pre-park and all that stuff. You have to pay for it. And a guy just let us slide in and he would move the car in and out until somebody actually left. And then we could park it. So we went to the Prince Pizza. Got the, <clears throat> this is terrible though. That pizza place is, 
we didn't know the prices. I did a video and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, we want a pizza. But you have to have the specialty one. It was like pepperoni with hot sauce on in this and that. And Kim's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. I just thought it was like a regular size pizza. No, it was like a pizza pie. The thing was massive. And it was 65 bucks. Oh. I kid you not. And that price varied depending on their mood. Yeah, oh, really? and for some strategies, I'm hearing the prices change, the move. And if you didn't want your pizza inside the kiss box, because you didn't want to ruin it, people are doing that. You could put it in a regular pizza box, but it cost you five dollars more. It <laughs> was changed. like wow. Welcome to yeah. New York. It was yeah. It was probably one of the biggest ripoffs of like of things that I've ever heard to see. And of course, the dummy had already ordered it and everything else, and it took like 20 minutes. So anyways, we ate it, and then all of a sudden, there was a crowd of people just, like, all of a sudden showed up, because they had just opened up. It was their first, you know, whatever. So we hit it about right, and then uh, we were uh, about... We, we couldn't eat so much of the pizza. Nobody could, because everybody wanted a box, so there was tons of pizzas, like, extra left over everywhere. So we were good enough. Some people went around the park, and some people we the Kiss fans, man, are gracious. Not towards the, even towards each other. We were giving it to the homeless people, man. They were all like around, and they were so they were so thankful. It was pretty cool, you know. So, so we a lot of people did that, and then we got up and we're like ready to leave. And, and I look up, there's Nick Simmons standing against the wall, because the pizza place is very small, and uh, he was just standing against this wall with his girlfriend. And so he's, hey, and he's, isn't that Nick? And I look up and I'm like, because I was looking down. I'm like, I'm like, yep. And they're like, wow. So Nick was standing with his girlfriend against the wall, waiting like the rest of us to get a pizza. <laughs> so I went up to, hey, Nick, uh, nice and quiet. Because hey, Nick, uh, you know, I, I, I've had pictures with you. Not to say I wouldn't, but I'm like, is it all right? Kim has a picture with me. My wife has a picture. With me. He's like, oh yeah, no problem. So Nick was in his girlfriend. And he went, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. So they were so cool about it, and we took some couple pictures. And then uh, we walked away, and that was it for that part. But um, and then we drove our friends and us all the way up to uh, MSG, parked in there, and then we were roaming around. And so that was like that Thursday, and then Friday, we left Thursday, went back to the hotel, then came back in the early in the morning because I had prepaid for two parkings for Friday and Saturday next to MSG around the corner, parked the car. And then I did a walking tour. I told everybody to meet whoever wanted to come. They meet out in front of MSG, which is the original, but they have Penn Station. They're actually working on it. So so if you see a lot of people's pictures, you probably see like a lot of lights and a lot of like, they, they kind of ruined it right now. It's like, looks shitty. And um, so for for years, I, I know this, I know there's people that know some places and other people know places, but me and Greg, and I'm not going to say Greg's last name because I can't even, I'm going to kill it. Greg, Greg, I'm going to kill it. But the last, I think, four or five years, we've been working on maps, not just New York, California, wherever. Wherever Kiss has done something major, photo shoots and all this, and we've been putting maps. Now, he's been doing addresses and addresses, and I've been actually mapping them out so you don't have to go crisscross in this way, and you go back and forth. So I actually map everything out on Google. So so I call it the uh, on a Friday, I had what they call going up. So from MSG to going to Central Park, and I would stop at Central Park, but we know there's a bunch of photos. They did famous photos in Central Park, but Central Park's super huge. And then on day two, I did going from MSG going down. So I had like 50, 60 spots going up, and I had about another 25 going down. So people showed up. We walked around. 
Julian came to, and uh, you know, I would just point bit. out some some were famous, some were more famous, and some were unfamous. That I like the unfamous ones because it's just you're walking by them, so it's kind of cool. So we had a lot of fun. I passed out stickers. If anybody knows, I work at a printing place, <clears throat> label printers. That's what I did. So I print out my last time I would ever do labels, saying I was there on a walking tour. I had like little trivia, so I gave out some extra special stickers, uh, stickers that Greg had made. So it was a good time with everybody. Everybody went with the flow. You know, we'd skip some of the non-popular ones to go to the more popular ones. And everybody wanted to go like Rockefeller Center to see the tree. So I'm like, hey, okay, this is your your day, your weekend. Let's do this together. We all had a blast. You know, and that's the way it went. So on day two, man, I must have did because the one lady had a, a, a walking thing. So I must have did about 10 miles of walking on day two on that. <laughs> Instead of standing in lines at pop-up shops and all that other stuff. Forget it. We went for the walk. So I enjoyed it. I loved it. I want to do it again. And um, people have been asking me about the maps. I'm going to start working. I'm going to actually make a Facebook group group or thing. And I'm going to start putting up a, uh, I can't, I don't know. I don't think you do a map, but I'm going to put the addresses and what happened at that year of time and everything else. So for the people who now can enjoy, if they go to New York City or anywhere in New York, so I'm going to call it a New York State thing, because people are like, where's Eric Carter's gravesite? And I'm like, it's way, way up. And, oh, where's the Eldor? It's like an hour and a half from MSG or an hour from MSG, really? So I'm going to start I'm going to start making a group. And if anybody wants to you know, contribute to it once I get it going, and uh, that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, so everybody can enjoy themselves wherever they go. So wherever you are, you should make a history for your own you know, state, city, town, wherever you are. It's it's just kind of kind of a cool thing. I don't know. I'm into that. Some people are. Some people are. So it was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the places I went on Sunday for dinner with friends was uh, Puglia's in Little Italy, which was where Bill used to take the boys when they were hungry for cheap Italian food uh, back in the <laughs> club days. So I I didn't know that. I got to meet Nico for the first time. Uh, properly, um, and he's of course legendary in the fan community, uh, being having done the strike fanzine back in the day. Mark mm-hmm. Toronto got cancelled. I, sure. I mean, now that now that you look back, and you know, possibly going, possibly not going, you never got to make a choice, really, did you? Uh, does that kind of make it easier for you as a fan to have set, be able to say that you know your final kiss was cancelled? And do you think you would have at the last moment gone or were you, you know, completely happy just to let your personal history rest on it? Laurels, it's laurels, pardon me. You're muted. You're muted. Uh, you're muted. <laughs> He's pulling a Ken. Turn his mic off. Uh, Turn his mic off. We wouldn't hear him snoring. <laughs> no, I wouldn't hear the dog snoring there. Uh, I, I turned. Well, I was going to go because my friend ended up contacting me and said, you know, if we wanted to go, we can go. Uh, but the thing was, obviously, it got canceled. Now, the the thing is, I mainly was upset about the fact that I didn't get to see Crownlands because they were opening, right? And I wanted to see them. I mean, look, I, I've seen Kiss dozens of times, like I said already, and I never saw them. So I, re- I really wanted to see them. I mean, I know people are going to be like booing and hissing me in the gallery or saying, what, what are you talking about? But I mean, Crownlands is, you know, a new band that I really like. 
you know, and they and they're the kind of music that I really dig. And the fact that Kiss were going to bring them out, I thought that was fantastic. That was one of the things that put Kiss back in my good books a bit more that they were taking out a band like Crownlands because these guys are young, they're in their twenties. These guys, you know, so they're the they're the next wave of music, and I think it's important to support those kinds of bands, you know. Was I upset that I missed it? I mean, yeah, I would have liked to have gone because of those reasons that you guys were talking about that, you know, I would have been able to go with my friend and I'm sure we would have met up with some other people that were down there because I know a few people that were in the Toronto area, in the Toronto area that were going. So for sure, I would have probably met up with them. But, you know, uh, it, it was just like everywhere else that got canceled. People were surprised and shocked at the, you know, that it actually happened. And, you know, but I, I, I you know what, I can... I can live with it mainly because of the fact that I saw them in some of my and some of their better times. I mean, I saw them in '96 on the reunion tour when they played here in Toronto, and that was one period. You know, I saw them when they toured with Motley Crue, and honestly, I thought the Motley Crue was the better band in that tour when I saw them. You know, so I've seen them in lots of different situations, and I, I enjoyed the shows. But you know, it, it didn't really overly bother me that I didn't see them in Toronto. But it, it and, and like I said, it more bothered me I didn't see Crownlands. Yeah, no, the Crown Crownlands are an absolutely fantastic revelation and gift from this tour for me personally. Uh, I've really gotten off on them and their music. That they really are. Since we've lost Rush, um, you know, and some other proggy bands, maybe they draw. Well, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe they'll maybe. get an avatar for Neil Peart. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't think so, but if no. Getty and Alex do tour, I'd certainly be down for that as long. I, I really wouldn't want it called Rush, but it was called Rush before Neil, so it's not my fucking band. I mean, um, and speaking, speaking of what Mark just said, um, I, I have to say that uh, seeing Paul Stanley's kid up there, uh, Amber Wildman, he is definitely much improved, way improved. He's you know, because they saw him when he did with the dives, because he did those things uh, down in Miami before the Kiss Cruises, and he was on the Kiss Cruise, and he is definitely way better now. He's definitely stepped up to the plate. He's more of a front man. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't know, I did anybody uh, do any bootlegs of his stuff, but he's definitely stepped up. He looks more comfortable. And the band is more heavier. So, and they weren't bad, I have to say. And I'm not just saying, oh, because it's Paul Kidd, but they actually weren't bad. So that was uh, that was kind of cool and interesting to see the changeover. And um, it was funny too. Me and Kim happened to meet the whole band walking. They were walking on the streets. I guess they were buying clothes or buying stuff. And and we were just walking by. And I'm like, Hey, Kim, look, it's Paul's kid. And she's like, No way, no, the whole band. I'm like, Yeah, they'll take a picture with us. Walked away. You guys want to take a picture? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. So. Definitely, I just want to throw that in. He he's definitely stepped up to the plate. He definitely seems more comfortable, and they sounded pretty good for a band I'd never heard. You know, they they're brand new. He, like he said, you know, from playing in a little place in shitty place in Hollywood, California, to you know, opening up for Kiss on at, at MSG. Yeah, it was pretty. You know, he was. I think he was more emotional than Paul was about it. It was that was strange. Yeah, I, so. I did, the, so. did the same rap at every show I saw. So you know, he's just mm-hmm. like his father. But the guy has confidence. <laughs> he's got stage presence and he's got talent. Now all he needs is um, consistent music. Well, I mean, it, the, the, 
the thing is touring is going to help immensely with 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 this end of it because i've i've always said that too i mean i'm sure most people know that the more you tour the more you get in front of an audience the more your craft will improve and the more you'll become a more seasoned performer and i mean he already has it in his blood because of his father to be a good musician so all he has to do is just you know stoke the fires a little bit more i'm sure his father can give him some good tips i mean he has the advantage of that that paul could give him all the tips and what not to do and what to do right and you know before long you know he could be he could be just as good as his father if he does if he plays his cards right you know and and, you know who knows maybe one day my prediction will come true that 2.0 kiss could be consisting of him and you know those guys taking over kiss and actually performing kiss songs yeah, and his dad could introduce him to Desmond Child and Bob yeah. Ezrin. And there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not sorry, Bob. But... I had to do that. I can't resist, yeah. Mark. I'm sorry. I know, it's I just, know. It's just um, Lonnie Merch, you know, at all the pop-ups, at all the merch stands, the Kiss fans were like hungry piranhas. Basically, <laughs> if it if it wasn't tied down, it was flying off the shelves. I got you your tour book, but if, you know, what was the merch that was important to you um, throughout this tour or for the show that you'll try and track down afterwards? I also ordered picks after the fact from pick Haven. I need to, to go see, I need to go visit pick Haven. It's about 15 minutes from here and, uh, and pick some out. But, um, <laughs> pick some out. That's a good word. Pretty good. Pretty good. Huh? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I talked to him a couple weeks ago and told him, we're gonna make, we're gonna get together here shortly now that the tour's over. But um I I would like a set of picks from the last like this is like the final fifty or something like that to that effect on them. Julian got me the tour book. I saw that that popped up like on Thursday. I'm like, oh, I really would like that since the I mean the final one allegedly. And it's beautiful. Um, I and, and yeah, and, and it looks fantastic. Um I thought about, you know, I, I didn't get a shirt when they came to St. Louis. Um, I didn't. I got I got that poster. Like, it's like a, I don't know, like a medium-sized poster. It has, like, that Final 50 logo on it. And I got a tour book when they came. It's, I, I think it might be the first Kiss show I went to that I didn't get a, a T-shirt. Because it's just like, I don't need another. One, I don't need another Kiss T-shirt. <laughs> you know? And two, it's just like, well, how often am I going to wear it? How often am I really going to wear it might be just a t-shirt that I have to keep. And I have several t-shirts already. I just have to keep and not wear. I don't need another t-shirt to not wear. So I didn't get one here. It might be the, like I said, it might be the first kiss show I ever went to that didn't buy a t-shirt. And then I saw some of those cool Madison square garden specific t-shirts that they had at these pop-up stores. And that one that was like kind of blue, I like, it looked really freaking cool too. And I was going to ask Julian to get new one of those. And then I stopped. I was like, no, again, I'm not gonna wear it. I don't need another kiss shirt. I'm not gonna wear it. So I, I think it. at this point in my life, I, I'm kind of like what Andy said earlier. Like the tour book means more to me than my 250th kiss t-shirt. You know, <laughs> I threw a t-shirt out to get that one, and that was the only t-shirt I bought because I just couldn't be arsed to go through the lines. I looked at the gold drumsticks, but they weren't facing the right way around, so I didn't see that they had the beautiful round um, Kiss 50 logo on them, because mm-hmm. I would have bought those. That would have been the only other piece of merch, probably. Um, I, I got that poster. I think. Did I give that to you, Andy, after the show? I got rid of one yeah, of those. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I don't want this here. 
<laughs> I don't want to this. I've got no, got nowhere to to put it. Ken, what about you? You know, you're going to go looking for any of the merch from all this. Was there anything that caught your fancy? There were no things that fell from the from the ceiling like, other than the gold balloons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no sponges, right? Didn't even have the Kiss logo on them. Um, yeah, a lot of the merch looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that they produce more of them uh, and put them on the, you know, kiss online uh, because going on eBay right now, there's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, people are selling some stuff for, I like that uh, leather jacket, you know, the, or if it's leather or not, I don't know the black jacket with the patch on the back. I saw, uh, oh. I, I saw where they actually reversed the patch on, on a couple of them, like incorrectly. So Paul's star is on the wrong side. You know? <laughs> uh, um, well, one of the different. t-shirts has Madison square garden spelt wrong. Oh yeah, that's right. It's missing a letter or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I, I like the big banner that that's out there. I saw 750 it. bucks. Yeah. 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 Some, some cool stuff. I think if they put them on kiss online, we you know, produce more, maybe they have them, maybe they're going to put it online. I don't know. But I, that's I, the first I thing I thought of. Sell. Yeah, it would sell. It would sell. That's the first thing stuff. I thought of in 2019. MSG, last show we're playing here, blah, blah, blah. The t shirts and everything else. And the first thing I thought of, besides I, I wanted the tour book, was uh, yeah, all these t shirts, sweatshirts are going to be up on Kiss Online within, I thought, within, I thought they'd be up by now. I, I, I guarantee you they're going to be up. I mean, if they, if they did in 2019, there is no way they're not going to. Do it on this cash yeah. cow. They yep, should. They got- <laughs> money to be made. We'll make money. Yeah, it's yeah. Yep. Yeah. The scarf. Did you see the scarf though? That's a nice scarf. scarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 60, My- bucks, sixty bucks could not. Well, again, I wasn't willing to go stand in line. I I was actually heading towards the pop up store at one point, but I bumped into Joe uh, and just ended up hanging for a little bit, chatting with him. He said, "You know, it's pick clean right now." So I. You know, I wasn't going to go risk finding out. Plus, I really didn't want to spend that time in line. I wanted to be around. Every block I walked, there was someone, yo, love the podcast. Ken's awesome. You know, (laughs) or or Mark keeps it real. All of you guys got compliments from people in New York City, Mark included. You know, (laughs) Mark Mark included. Everyone. There there was, you know, there was no, there was no criticism. It Don't worry, Mark. Just... I get I get probably worse than you do. Believe it or not, I got a lot of people who hate me, so I, I get a lot of the hate shit too. Believe it or not, I and I'm and I'm everywhere when I go to these things. Believe me, there are a lot of people who do not like me at all. I find that hard to believe though, because you you seem to be like one of these guys that go the extra mile for the Kiss fans. I would think that yeah. you'd be one of the more beloved people in the Kiss community. Oh, uh, I there, there are some people. You know what? And it's a lot of people overseas who I get along with uh, is the people yeah. in the States that give me shit for the, for some of the, du- no, oh, no. <laughs> every time, every time he's All about right. to say something good. And oh, right. it's the people in the States you're, who give you the shit. People in the States that hit you. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They just, maybe they don't like, cause I'm that outgoing or try to be friendly to people. Maybe you just, that's the way it is. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I just, but anyways, Kim loved that scarf because it, it not only the scarf looked cool, looked like it was stitched, it looked like Peter and Ace on it too. When she was just yeah. like, that thing is freaking cool and I want one. And then we found out it was only at the pop up store and they only made like 50 or 60 of them. And we we're like, well, I guess that's out. And like, 
Julian said, man, do you want to wait in the line for two or three hours and you get up there and you're like, sorry, sir, there's no more left. And you just wasted two or three hours of your time. And you, yeah. I would just want to throttle somebody. That's that's when you get mad. And yeah. I, I don't want to be there to be mad. I want to be there to be happy and fun. And, you know, there's Enjoy enough yourself. there's enough BS and there's enough bullshit in New York anyways, you know. You know, there's so many people just walking around on a regular day, even on crappy days, cold days. There's so many people who don't want to move, you know. It, it's just like just crowds of people left and right, and they don't not going to move for you. You know, New York, and New York City is next level in terms of just hustle. I, I was having a real difficult time with how busy and how crowded it was. And it was also rainy on one of the days. So yes. I, I certainly wasn't going to be spending time in line. I wanted to be with friends, hanging out, having a good time. And that's exactly what I did right down to Sunday. You know, Alan was in from Japan. He, he got a rehearsal mm. studio. We went in a jammed. Uh, you know, <laughs> him on drums, uh, Jonathan on, and me on guitar, another guy uh, doing vocals. We were thrashing through. Uh, well, Jonathan was doing all sorts of stuff. Metallica, Kiss, Judas Priest, Def Leppard. Also, I mean, that is fun. That is getting together with friends and taking advantage of the situation. You know, going out for dinner with friends, having dinners before each of the shows, um, you know, going to bars, um, you know, diners at all sorts of hours. I mean, that is I don't think that disappears. I think that takes on a new sense of urgency in the years to come as tribute bands, which have been mentioned in the chat. Um, mm. You know, I think they pick up the gauntlet because the better tribute bands yeah. people will travel to. You see, you know, some of them are coming up with really high quality stage shows. Now they just got to get the performances dialed in to really be worth the money because some of the ticket prices, you know, have to be worth going and traveling. And if they're done in Vegas and you got a weekend, if you're into the, uh, the one arm bandits and all that crap uh, to go to the expos. They kind of dropped off um, mm -hmm. other than just pure signing type things. I think expos are going to come back because I think KISS fans really want to get together with each other, really want an excuse to travel to somewhere. Um, and if the promoter is able to put one together and deliver on those promises, not just spending, you know, the last indie expo was just lines for signings. Um mm you know, and Spencer's crap for the dealers, you know, it, it would be great to see the quality come up and the events be organized. So it wasn't just lining up, spending all your time lining up. Maybe kiss fans will start realizing you don't need to get all your shit signed. Maybe you just get that one special item signed. And yeah, 300, and 300 things signed for freaking put them on. I don't give a, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but there are places nah, on, there, there are there's, places there's on, no right and no wrong, you know. We, we know there's so a place shit. on Facebook that's absolutely atrocious that 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 are ripping people off left and right. You people got to stop buying this stuff. That's the problem. It, you, you can sell anything you want for how much money you want, just because you put it up on somebody for oh yeah, buy this for a hundred dollars or three hundred dollars doesn't mean you have to buy it. You know these people people are complaining. Oh man, this guy put this up for five hundred dollars. Don't buy it. Don't, don't buy, buy this stuff. That's the it. problem. You man. don't have. No one has to buy it. It's on the people <clears throat> who do buy it. There's no. Again, there's no point bitching about it because they're only catering to a market that exists, and that is uh, the American way. 
That is what happens in, in this economy. If people don't buy, they don't exist. USA, USA, USA. Same in Canada, Mark. People work, people work for profit there too, buddy. You know. <laughs> All right. And I, and I loved it too, man. I got to thank everybody who just showed up, man. I, I just put the word out there. The Stout, you know, the Stout in New York City. You know, come on, people, just come and hang out when you got the time before the show and after the shows too. And uh, both days and nights were packed. You know, and it was just awesome for that point, too. You know, it, it, I'm, I'm serious. This is what's going to be tough. You know, I, I think the other thing, too, one, uh, my last thing on this is that the, the original, I know it's never going to happen, man. I should never say never because we always say never, never, never. But the original four are still alive. You know, they're one of the very few guys, people that have the four guys still alive. and. Right. As much as as much as I know it's not going to happen, and they might not get along, and this and stuff, there's always going to be us, you know, in the back of my mind, going, "Please, one day, please, just just get together and just do something, one thing, one last kaboom, just say thank you again." But I, we know it's not going to happen, but we want it to happen. It's always going to be in the back of the mind until one of those four pass away. And or I or I pass away, you know what I mean. Either whatever comes for us, and like Ken said too, man, do the stuff while you can. You know, if you want to go see something, do it. It doesn't yeah. even have to be Kiss. You know what I mean? Anything. I've seen friends who passed away in the last couple of years that were younger than me or my age that would have flipped their wit if they were still alive, and they would have went and they would have had a blast. And then I see a bunch of people complaining about like little things. They get to get they didn't get the newspaper or the cookie. And I'm going, oh my God. You know, it just drives me crazy now. You know? That's the other thing I think I've done too is turn the turn the page of a different level. You know, between Kim getting sick a couple of years ago, really sick, and 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 I had some health issues a couple of years ago, and I flipped the switch going, Oh my God. If we want to do something, we're going to do it because someday we're not going to be able to do it. And I'd rather do it while we can. So that's the thing, too. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just it just baffles me. I don't think it's still really going to hit. It's not going to hit me. I think it will hit me in maybe a couple of years from now when they're not touring at all. That, that'll be the thing. How long have this? How long has Gene and Paul not gone out and tour? Two or three years, right? In the last like decade or more. It's only been two or three years. How many bands do that? They don't do that. They just they just kept rolling the ball, rolling, roll, 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 roll mm-hmm. keep going, tour. In the last fifty years or more, they've only taken yeah. maybe a two or three year break at a time. Isn't that, that crazy? Yeah. They have Isn't that crazy their, when you think about they have it? Worked yeah. their asses off, and they have earned a rest. You know, they ended it the way they wanted to end it. Um, yeah. None of the peanut gallery really matters because I have far too many good kiss memories. And Andy's, I'm going to end on Andy's note because, okay, <laughs> come back, Andy. Come back. There, there, he is. Is. Um, there, is. there, there is. is always hopes for one last kaboom. That is my mantra coming out of this. So mm-hmm. maybe it, so you mean maybe? Maybe possible. Anything's possible in this Tell life, in this world. And Andy has said so. So it is truth because you don't lie to you people. All right. That's it for this episode. I want to thank everyone who, a hundred 
or more people joined us live today throughout the show. I want to thank everyone for the comments. You guys really helped make the conversation. Andy, thanks for hopping on. Mark, thanks for staying awake. I I know it's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lottie and Ken, of course. But to everyone out there, make the most of what time you've got because no one knows how long that time is. So from us Mm -hmm. here at the Kiss FAQ podcast, we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. Thanks for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.